Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel here with you. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. And Menz, it has been a big show so far. Not too far away, we are going to catch up with West Adelaide defender Josh Ryan, who's going to join us live in Studio Lumo. It has been an outstanding year for the Double Blues in 2023. 9-1 at the moment with an outstanding percentage as well. And we've spoken to this man already this season as they were approaching the year. But... Surely he's very happy right now as the head coach of Sturt, Marty Matner. Good afternoon to you, Marty. What a brilliant start to the season. We know job is not done, but you must be pretty pleased with where you're at right now. Yeah, we uh, yeah we're very pleased. Um, I guess if you said we're going to be nine and one at the halfway mark of the year, we'd, we'd take that definitely. So um, yeah, there's been been some really you know, tough wins in there. Um, yeah, against Glenelg was probably one we, we don't really. Um, I guess one loop in the in the radar, but um, yeah, other than that, we've been pretty happy with how we're going, and now it's a real challenge for the back end of the year. So, Marty, on the weekend, you had some really tricky conditions. Uh, it was rather windy at Wigan Oval. You kicked six goals, five in the third quarter. So, what was the message at half time, which effectively came played out and and came off and uh, and blew the game wide open? Yeah, it was probably just we we played some really good in the first half. I think for two six at quarter time, um, so we. We sort of had enough opportunities in terms of in front of goal. We probably, you know, didn't quite execute well enough. Second quarter again, we had opportunities. We probably didn't get execute that probably last kick going inside four fifty. But in general, I thought we were playing really good footy and, and how we wanted to play. So I was pretty much the boys just keep going how we're going, and it'll turn and it'll come at some stage in a deal in that in that third quarter. So. That was a pleasing thing. Um, and in the last quarter, um, yeah, we were able to then, you know, play some pretty good footy again and then hold on. And um, even though it came late, um, it, was, it was another really good win. When you have a look back at the season to date so far, Marty, where can the team improve? I mean, you have a look at how close the Sandful competition is in 2023. I mean, any kind of edge that you can get over your opponent is going to be paramount when it comes to finals time. So where can improvements be made? Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess with us, it's probably in most teams, it's the consistency um, over the games as well. Like we've been... Pretty good most games. We've had a couple of slow starts. Um, but I think just in general, just you know, we can get a bit better offense, um, as always. Um, and we can also you know, get a little bit better with that defense. I think our contest has been pretty good all year, um, which has been pleasing. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of areas we can get better. And, and I think just getting some consistency. We've had a few injuries and a few players missing over the last month as well. So hopefully with this week off and getting those players back now that we can get some consistency in the group, which we did probably have for the first five or six weeks, um, which is always nice as well to have some consistency in your team. Um, but we've been able to blood some new players over the last few weeks as well, which is pleasing. 
So, Marty, I want to ask you about, you mentioned it before, the Glenelg game, the one loss you've had this year. How much of that do you put down as an aberration um, and move on, or and how much of it is a learning tool? Uh, yeah, that's, that's been the hard one to, I guess, really, I guess, knuckle down. And I think it is. Like, I think it really was. We On the weekend, I thought we played some really good footy. Um, you know, we had 117 marks in the wet, and we controlled the tempo of the game pretty well. So... Yeah, I, I just think it was one of those games we had a few outs. It probably didn't help. Um, we, you know, some some of our footy wasn't great the way we played. I thought um, Glenelg played really well, and it's probably the best I've seen a team play for the first three quarters in a long time. Um, they were, you know, they were moved the ball well, they defended well. Um, but I also think that, you know, it's just one of those things that just, you know, it's just one of those footy games where we went great, they were really good, um, and yeah, it showed in the scoreboard. But yeah, it's, it's, it was a really hard one to put a finger on exactly what went wrong that day. But I think last week we got back on the you know the way we want to play and it was really good to see the players respond. So I want to ask you about a couple of the players this season. A couple of your recruits, McFadgen and uh, Marty Frederick, really come into this team and uh, lit up the competition. McFadgen with his inset marking and Frederick's running dash. Uh, you must be really pleased with how seamless they've fitted in. Yeah, they have. And they've been really good for the group. Uh, Marty's... Again, given us something we probably haven't had for a little while is some outside speed and some running carry. And, and Connor's been great in terms of the intercept marking and um, you know been able to use the ball and, and sort of taking a bit of pressure off, I guess, guys like Guy Page and um, Henry Carey and Casey Voss in terms of trying to move the ball a little bit as well. So um, Connor's been... He took some really good intercept marks on the weekend and getting a, lot, getting a fair bit of the ball through the midfield, which is nice, and helping Casey out and, and has had our ball movement. So that's been pleasing. And, yeah, like I said, Marty's been great. just been able to give some outside run um, to the group and, and something different, like I said, something we don't really have on the wing and be able to run and carry all day, which has been great. Marty, you can answer this question any way that you like, but do you breathe a <laughs> do you do you breathe a sigh of relief after the mid season draft because your your team isn't disrupted too much? Obviously, what what comes with having such a successful first half of the season is you, your players get put under the spotlight. You had a handful of players playing for the West End State team, and there's a chance then that some AFL clubs will go, yeah, we might just take them for the rest of the season, and then that's great for them, but it also disrupts your season. So as much as you want your players to do well, do you breathe a sigh of relief that your squad isn't too badly messed up? Yeah, well, I guess the best way to explain it is you sort of hope for the best. You hope that you get players drafted because that's what the players want to do. Yeah. And you're also planning for what happens if you do get someone taken you're sort of planning in your mind about you know someone who it is and who's going to replace them and how you're going to do you change your game plan if it's you know an important player or someone who you know plays a certain role or do you just keep going on and bring the next player in so I guess that's the best way to explain it is you know we, we hope the players get drafted and that's you know reason why I guess Connor and um, Marty Frederick came to the club was they wanted to get back into the AFL system and we've got players like Tommy Lewis and a few others as well but yeah, you sort of plan for that, but also, you know, planning for if they do go, what are we going to do? Are we going to change things? Are we going to keep things the same and just bring in another player? So um, that's probably the best way to explain it, I think. And speaking of the draft, I mean, the, the AFL world's talking about Jed McEntee and his impact on the Port Adelaide Football Club. He's, he's come from your club. Are we seeing something that you've known for a very long time about not only his application and his dedication, but also what sort of a footballer he can turn out to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sort of saw it when I first got back to Sturt, um, and that was probably one thing we 
we saw Jed was probably a, a midfielder at Sturt, um, but we then also realised that if he was going to get drafted, he was probably going to be as a small pressure forward or that you know high half forward. So, um, you know, we talked about we talked to him about you know his aspirations to get drafted, and he was really keen to to do that. So we decided then that we sort of play him a bit more half forward and a bit of midfield, I guess. So, you know, it's that balance of us trying to play him in the midfield to make us better, but also him to play forward to be able to. Um, you know, he showcased his potential there, and then yeah, you know, he was great. Great, he got drafted, and he's playing some really good footy now, having a real impact, and and playing a really good role at Port in a in a great team and in a quality team that's sitting top of the ladder. Now, Marty, one more player I want to ask you about is Josh Hone. He's kicked 24 goals from the 10 games this season, and he's coming second in the Ken Farmer Medal. So, how has he taken his game to such an elite level this season? Uh, yeah, I think oh, I think there's a few different things that he had a great preseason. Um, he also probably now is he's the leader of the forward line as well. He's the oldest player there, most experienced player, one of the most experienced players at the club as well. Um, and he's just been really great this preseason in terms of engagement with the young guys and, and teaching and learning them. But um, I think he's also decided that you know he's a great player and he's sort of put the forward line on his back and is carrying him now. And even the last two weeks, you know, playing on Martini and Spinner, I think are probably two of the best small defenders in the comp. Um, you know, he's still been able to kick goals and you know, provide an option up forward for us as well. So, yeah, he's just taking his game to another level this year through, I think, multiple different things. Um, but it's pleasing to see because he's always been a very good player. He's probably just been a little inconsistent um, and, you know, big learning curve this year in terms of, I said, Lop being a leader of the forward line, which has been great. He certainly has been. And so the planning now for the last eight weeks of the season, you're four games clear and percentage of fourth position on the table. So it means that you're almost certainly going to get that double chance. So the question is, how much consideration goes into resting, into freshening up players, into trialling things in the back half of the season? Yeah, so I guess in terms of probably our next, we sort of break it up into blocks we do at the club in terms of our buys. So in terms of resting players, I don't think we'll have to rest too many. The buys are sort of full, and especially for us, in pretty good blocks. So I think the longest we've had is a five-game block, um, which has been very, very nice in terms of giving players a rest in that period. So I think in terms of that, we've had a few guys out injured and 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 not great, but suspensions as well, which has <laughs> allowed a few players to have some breaks. So um, we probably, yeah, in terms of resting players, we probably won't need to. Um, but we will if we do. Um, I guess our next goal is, yeah, we probably you know, need one more win to guarantee a final spot, and then we probably need another three or four to guarantee a top three. So we'll probably work towards those two goals um, over the next you know, block, which is a four-week block um, after this fight. And then once we, once we sort of, hopefully we can tick those two goals off and then we can have a look at if we're still in the run for you know, top spot or um, you know, fighting it out. But that's probably our next little period is breaking it up and, trying to and in terms of changing things probably not much um you know we probably as i said before we still need to be a little bit more consistent um you know and and still work on parts of our game but we're probably not going to change too much it's probably just keep and, and trying to blood a few new players as well which we've been able to do over the last couple of weeks Marty, we appreciate your time. Just before we let you go, it's been a really emotional day here in Studio Lumo because we have discovered the news that fantails are going to be no more across Australia. What is your no. go-to lolly? Uh, what's your favourite? If you are going to be sitting down and watching footy over the weekend or you've got some in your office or the coach's box, what's your go-to lolly? 
Uh, I don't mind a fan tail, but probably a Redskins, my, or the Red Rippers now they are. Yes. Sorry, I shouldn't say Redskins. The Red Rippers now, they're my favourite. They are um, very good. Yeah, I love the Red Ripper. No, we like that. Uh, and we like what you're doing, mate. We, we've loved the access that you've been able to give us to yourself and your football club. And we saw that uh, Gather Round has announced the ideal venues over the next couple of years. And hopefully um, you get one at your home club as well because um, it's a, a fantastic place to go and watch the footy. So um, good luck for the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll speak to you before then. But thanks for your time this afternoon on SENSA. Thanks, guys. He's a ripper, Marty Matner. Um, and we're so lucky, like all the coaches that we speak to, um, there's there's no one that's challenging to talk to. And they're, they're such good ambassadors of their club as well. No, they are. They are very good ambassadors. Uh, they are across the whole footy program. So they have their hands in everything. And um, Marty's got that program running so well. I moment. can say that because you don't play, I don't play football, so I don't play against any of these coaches. So I can just be Switzerland and sit on the fence and say everyone's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Which is very nice. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. I mean, I love Adam Hartlett, which is great because if I said anything otherwise, I'd be a little bit scared. Uh, next, we're going to speak to one of his players as well from West Adelaide. It is Josh Ryan on the Sandful Show on SENSA.